Welcome to the Yoga at Home podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Klaus, owner and director of Inner Spring Yoga. This class was recorded live at our studio in New Albany, Indiana. You can learn more about me at my website, carrieklaus.yoga, and learn more about our studio or join us for a live stream class at www.isyoga.me. Before beginning this or any other new physical activity, please consult your, your healthcare provider. Enjoy your practice. Good morning. Um, so we're going to start down on our backs this morning. And if you have your strap and your block, have those where you can reach them while you're on your back. And just start in a comfortable way that you can settle in. So if you'd like to stretch your legs out all the way, you're welcome to do that. But if you prefer for now to keep the knees bent, Please go ahead and keep those bent. And just um, let yourself get really comfortable. So you can take a moment to shift around, make adjustments to your body, adjustments to your, your props or your clothing, and just allow yourself to get really comfortable here. <clears throat> And then bring some awareness to your breath, noticing the breath as you draw it in. And as you let it go. And as you draw a breath in, just notice how that breath moves around inside your body. And as that breath moves around inside of your body, just notice its effect. Does the breath leave you feeling energized? As you pay attention to the breath, does it help you find places in your body that maybe need a little attention this morning? I think I saw most of you on Monday, and on Monday mentioned that, to me, the overwhelming um, energy was an energy of weariness, that we're all just a little bit tired. So I've been thinking about that a little bit more and kind of thinking about um, what's making me feel that way and perhaps what's making others feel that way. And I think that it's... um, that we're all sort of having this second realization that we're um, in a crisis. 
And when we experience crisis, whether it's a collective crisis like we're in now, or whether it's some personal individual crisis, what tends to happen is that we freak out a little bit and we speed up and we start to look outside of ourselves for solutions. So we get busy when we're in a crisis and we get busy just doing stuff. Like making sure we have enough toilet paper or um, making sure we have enough canned goods on the shelf, making sure that things are stocked in case we need them. And we get so fused with that doing that we forget about being. I'm sure you've heard the saying that we are human beings, not human doings. But I think that when we're in crisis mode, um, particularly, we lose sight of that. So this speeding up and freaking out and Grasping around for all kinds of solutions is really the opposite of what we should be doing when we're in a crisis. When we're in a crisis, we um, are called to slow down, to tune in, to get grounded, and then try and respond to the situation that we're in from a place of self-knowledge and not react from a place of fear. Because that's what all the toilet paper hoarding and um, buying all the pasta off the shelves, that's really what that is, is fear. And what it boils down to is that we forget to be present. We forget to be present in the moment. It's one of the reasons why in a, a moment like this, in a crisis like this, our yoga practice feels so good. Because if nothing else, it's 75 minutes or so that we can just get present. We can let go of our fears and worries and anxieties and just have the experience of being a human being. And so as an intention for our practice together this morning, let's ask ourselves, each individual, how can I be more present in a non-judgmental way? How can I be more present in a non-judgmental way without the fears or the anxieties or the worries? 
And then just let this practice um, be the process of that presence unfolding. So it might not happen right away. You might notice that your mind still wanders and maybe it still wanders off to that fearful place. Then this next hour, we're just gonna practice reeling the mind back in. and returning to that experience of non-judgmental presence. So with that intention in mind, you might start to deepen your breath And presence is just really a state of mindful attention. Just mindfully paying attention to all of the things that you might typically miss. So mindful attention on the breath. And then slowly starting to move the body. So you might start with fingers and toes, especially if your legs are stretched out. If you have your knees bent, it might feel good to stretch out. Or you might like to take your feet wide and just let your knees go from side to side like windshield wipers. Just take a few moments here flowing freely on your own. Help awaken the energy in your body. And continue to lend that sense of mindful attention to the moment. So as you're moving your body, just notice how you feel. Notice where you feel, what you feel. And try to have that mindful attention or that presence without judgment. Take all the time that you need, but when you're ready, bring both of your knees up towards your chest. We're going to hold the right knee with the right hand and the left knee with the left hand, and then circle the knees in opposite directions. So you can do big outer circles or inner circles. It doesn't matter which way you go. Just circle the knees in opposite directions, starting to warm up through the hip joints. And then you might like to change the direction and see how that feels. So presence or mindful attention is taking note of how it feels different when you change the direction of the circle. That's interesting, something to explore. Something that without this layer of presence, you might even miss.
and take the knees around in one more circle and then pull both knees up towards the chest. We're gonna keep the right knee in towards the chest and just go ahead and set the left foot on the floor. So we'll keep that left knee bent, but take the foot down to rest. And then if you have a strap, you can take the strap around the arch of the right foot. If you don't have a strap with you, you can just interlace the hands behind the right thigh and extend the right heel up towards the ceiling. And then just take a moment to settle in. So it might feel good to sway the right leg a little from side to side, like you're waving hello to the ceiling. It might feel good in your body just to take a few rounds of bending and straightening the right leg. So before you settle in, just take a moment to explore. Maybe explore what's going on in your ankle this morning. You can point and flex the foot. You can make a few circles with the ankle. And then when you feel like you've explored all the joints there, just settle in with the right leg straight, reaching through the right heel and drawing the right toes back towards the face. And we'll just breathe a few breaths here. You might even imagine that you're sending the breath all the way down into the back of the right leg and feel how that breath helps to open space in the back of the leg or how that breath helps to settle and release tension. And then the next time that you breathe in, stretch the left leg forward. So now both legs are stretched out long. And we're gonna shift our attention or shift our presence to the left leg now. So in the left leg, make that leg as strong and active as you can. Really reach through your left heel. Engage all of your muscles. Like it feels like you're trying to crush your bones with your muscles. And you might even have the sense that your thigh bone or your femur bone is pressing down towards the floor. Because so you wanna make that left leg as active as possible. And just for a couple of breaths, hold that left leg as active as you can. Notice how you very quickly sort of let your attention drift away from the left leg and let it relax. Try to focus all of your attention on the left leg and keep it as strong as you can. Take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, switch both ends of your strap into your right hand. If you're not using a strap, just let the left hand fall away, holding the right thigh with the right hand. And go ahead and open the right leg all the way out to the side. Okay. 
And then for a few breaths here, just do this in your own way. So if you want to relax that left leg a little bit, go ahead and relax. And then when you take your next breath in, carry the right leg all the way back up. As you exhale, bend the right knee to the chest. Move the strap off of the foot and then go ahead and set the right foot all the way down on the floor. So the knee stays bent, sole of the foot down. Pull the left knee in towards the chest. And then take the strap around the left foot. Hold on behind the left thigh if you don't have a strap and extend the left heel straight up. And then again, just take a few breaths to help settle in. So swaying the leg a little bit from side to side can be nice. Maybe bend and straighten the left knee a little bit. Or just check in, see how the ankle feels, point and flex, make circles or wave the foot from side to side. And then once you've had a moment of exploring, then just settle in. So the left leg is as straight as it can be, reaching through the heel, letting the toes pull back towards the face. And then when you take your next breath in, the right leg will reach forward. And shift all of your attention to the right leg. Reach through the heel. Make that right leg as active as you can. Squeeze tight. You might even feel that leg tire out a little bit. That's okay. Just keep those muscles engaged. Reach through the heel. Feels like the muscles are trying to crush the bones. Take one more breath in. And then if you're using a strap, both ends of the strap go into the left hand or the left hand holds the left outer thigh and start to open the left leg out to the side. And you can relax the effort in the right leg a little bit here if that feels better.
And then as you inhale, bring the left leg back up. Bend the left knee. Slide the strap off of the foot. Pull the right knee up to meet the left. So you're hugging both knees in towards the chest. And rock a little bit from side to side or take the knees around in circles. And then you can rest your feet down on the floor and grab your strap again. So we're gonna make the strap into a loop. You guys are gonna stay down on your backs, but I'm gonna stand up so you'll be able to see this full setup. You're gonna make your strap into a loop. So you'll buckle the ends or however your, your strap loops up. And then you also wanna have your block handy. So you'll be down on your back with your knees bent and the soles of your feet on the floor. You're gonna to have to lift up your feet, draw your knees towards your chest and then put your strap around your legs and you're gonna bring it all the way up above your knees. And then before you tighten it up, grab your block, take your block in between your thighs and then tighten the strap above your knees so that it will keep the block between your thighs but you don't have to squeeze. So if you need a visual, I'm standing up and you can kind of see. Strap above the knees. Actually, I just noticed it blends in with my pants so you can't really see the strap at all. But it's just above my knees and then the block is in between my thighs. And then you're gonna put your feet back on the floor and set up for bridge pose. So the soles of the feet are on the floor. If you don't have a block and you don't have a strap, that's okay. If you have one or the other, use that. So if you have only a strap, just tie the strap around your legs. If you have only a block, take a block between the thighs. If you don't have either prop, just use your imagination. So we're gonna press the feet down into the floor and raise the hips up, coming into the bridge pose. And then you're gonna alternate with a pulse. Squeeze in towards the block, inner thighs press into the block, and then press out into the strap like you're trying to break your legs free of the strap. And just pulse there, squeeze in and press out. Squeeze in and press out. So if you don't have a block or a strap and you're squeezing and um, pressing with the thighs, make sure that's an isometric movement. So you don't want the knees to squeeze together and then press out wide. It's just an isometric contraction. The inner thighs engage and then the outer thighs engage. Just pulse back and forth. Squeeze and press. It's a good exercise to wake up your butt and remind your butt what it's supposed to do. So your butt's good for extending your hips. And your butt's also good for stabilizing both in the knee and the hip joint. So let's do two more pulses. Squeeze in and press out. And squeeze in and press out. Ooh, and then lower all the way down. And pull the block out from between your thighs and then hug your knees towards your chest. Loosen up your straps. Slide your feet out of the strap. 
And then rock a little from side to side before you rock one way or the other. And press yourself all the way up and around to hands and knees. And take a moment to set up your blanket as some cushion under the knees if you need a little extra support. And stack the hips above the knees and the shoulders above the wrists. And then with the breath, lifting the tail, dropping the belly and lifting the heart. And tucking the tail, rounding the spine and taking the chin towards the chest. And then just alternate with the breath through flexion and extension. And take about two more rounds here through your cat and your cow. And then if you like blocks for your lunges, before we move on, go ahead and grab your blocks and take your blocks to the front of your mat. And then from hands and knees, tuck the right toes under, slide the right foot all the way to the back of the mat, and then lift the toes above the floor. And then with just the right leg lifted, see if you can make your right leg as active as possible. So just like when your leg was stretched out along the floor, shift all of your awareness to that right leg, squeeze the muscles onto the bone. You'll feel your butt muscles contract a little bit, your glutes reach through your heel. Sometimes it's helpful to imagine that you have your right foot pressing into a wall and then try to press back even harder like you wanna press your foot through the drywall. So that right leg's really active. Take one more breath in. And then we're gonna lift into a three-legged dog. So the left toes are gonna tuck under, right leg stays lifted, and then press into the hands and the left toes. Lift the left knee and reach the right leg towards the sky. Take a breath in. And then look towards the hands and on the exhale, step the right foot all the way up between the hands for a lunge. And then grab your blocks if you like to extend the length of your arms, take the blocks at any height. Stretch forward through the right knee. And now the back leg is the active leg. So see if you can really reach through the left heel. Notice if your left knee is kind of lazy and sagging down towards the mat and see if you can press back more through the heel. Just like you did when your leg was extended along the floor, try to hug the muscles onto the bone like you're crushing your bones with your muscles. Take one more breath in. And then if you're using blocks, exhale, move the blocks out of the way, take the hands to the mat. And then as you inhale, step the right foot back, come into downward facing dog. And when you exhale and return the knees to the mat, bring them directly beneath the hips so you're coming back to tabletop pose. 
hips above the knees, shoulders above the wrists. And then tuck the left toes under, slide the left foot all the way to the back of the mat. Lift the left toes above the ground. Pull the navel back towards the spine. And then that left leg is really active. So all of your attention on that left leg, squeeze and push through the heel, like you wanna poke your heel through the drywall. Take one more breath in. And then tuck the right toes under, press into the hands and the right toes, lift the hips and reach the left leg up, three-legged dog. And then look to the hands and step the left foot forward between the hands. Again, grab the blocks to extend the length of your arms. And then lunge a little bit deeper in the front knee before shifting your awareness to your back leg. Make sure that back leg isn't lazy. So press back through the heel, squeeze the muscles onto the bone. <clears throat> and take one more breath in. And then if you're using blocks, exhale, move the blocks aside, take the hands to the mat. And as you inhale, step back to downward facing dog. And then just take a moment in down dog. You might like to alternate bending one knee and then the other. Allow the hips to shift or swivel from side to side. And then lifting the gaze to the hands and just slowly walking the feet all the way up to the front of the mat. And as you reach the top of the mat, sliding the hands to the shins, the thighs, or blocks, extend the spine long. And then keep that extension in the spine and fold forward. So you really wanna feel most of the stretch or most of the sensation in the backs of the legs. If you feel a lot of stretch along the backside of your torso, slide your hands up higher, maybe all the way up to your thighs. And imagine that you're doing the cow pose, lifting through the hips and the heart, like you're trying to make a back bend with your back. And then keep that back bending shape and lift the sitting bones up more. And then reach the heart down. So the more extension or the more backbending shape that you have in your spine, the more stretch you'll get in your hamstrings. Take one more breath in. And out. And then with a the breath in, come all the way to stand. Reach the arms out and up overhead. And then exhale to bring the hands together in front of the heart. You can pause here with the hands in a prayer in front of the heart or relax the arms down at the sides. And take just a moment in Tadasana or mountain pose to check in. So in moments that are difficult, like 
moving through an asana class or moving your body in all of these sort of awkward shapes. Rather than freaking out and speeding up and searching outside, we want to take a moment to slow down, to tune in and to get grounded. So what do those words mean to you? How do you interpret slow down, tune in, and get grounded? Shift a little bit more weight into the right foot. For Vrikshasana or the tree pose, bend the left knee, spin the left knee out to the side, and then slide the left foot against the inseam of the right leg, somewhere between the heel and the inner thigh. And then bring the hands together in front of the heart, even if that's not what you usually do. And press your palms together. And as you press your palms firmly into each other, let that help you find the midline of your body. And then as you find that midline, think about pressing the whole body in towards the midline, like you're hugging in. And as you hug in, press down into your right foot more. Think about the right leg being that leg that was extended along the floor. Make it as strong as you can and see if that'll help you lift up through the crown of your head. Take one more breath in and out. And then move slowly as you inhale, point the left knee forward. And for warrior one, as you exhale, step the left foot back and turn the heel down. The right knee is bent, stacking over the right ankle and on a breath in, reach the arms up. Good, then check in, bring your mindful attention to that left leg. Sometimes what's behind us has a tendency to get lazy. So see if you can bring your attention to that back leg and make it really active. Press back into the heel. Try to straighten out the knee a little bit more. And take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, turn open to warrior two. Take a moment to adjust your feet. Then the right knee is still stacking over the right ankle. And again, the left leg and the left arm are active. Take one more <clears throat> breath in and out. And then inhale to straighten the right leg and exhale to reach out over the right toes. Take the right hand to the shin or ankle to a block or the floor and then stretch the left arm up towards the ceiling.
One more breath in. And then turn the gaze to the right toes and bring the left hand to the left hip. As you inhale, come all the way back up to stand. And then as you exhale, turn the right toes so that both feet are parallel to each other, both feet facing the long end of the mat. Drop the right hand onto the waist, squeeze the elbows together, and then inhale and lift the heart up. And as you exhale, fold forward. You can take any arm variation here. You might just take the hands down beneath the shoulders. But if you like, you can reach out for your big toes or the outer edges of your feet. Another nice variation that I like here is to make sure that the hips stay in line with the heels and the ankles, but stretch the arms way out in front like your upper body is in downward facing dog. So it's almost like a wide leg version of downward facing dog. Take one more breath in. And then if your hands are not already beneath your shoulders, as you exhale, walk the hands back beneath the shoulders. And then we're gonna pivot the right toes towards the front of the mat again, and let the hands walk around as you pivot the toes. So you're walking towards the front of your mat and spinning the left heel up. So we're coming back into that lunge that we were in before. If the left leg is strong and active, try to let it not be so lazy. And then if you have your blocks, you can grab your blocks, take blocks under the hands. We're gonna come into a variation of Parjvottanasana. So normally we would step the left foot in about a step and spin the heel down. Today we wanna keep this wide stance from front to back and keep the back heel up and the back leg strong. And then start to straighten the right leg and pull straight back through the right hip. Then you can extend the heart forward. And if it's available, you can even start to bend the elbows and fold forward over the right leg. And try to keep that back leg strong. Take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, re-bend the right knee, come back into the lunge. You can keep the hands on the blocks or move them off to the side, taking the gaze forward, and then press off with the back foot and step the left foot forward to meet the right. As you inhale, extend the spine, going for that stretch in the hamstring. So you might even have to get your hands up higher onto your thighs, lift up through the tailbone and the sitting bones. And then as you fold forward, try to be mindful and attentive of the stretch in the backs of the legs. 
So as soon as you start to feel that stretch sort of fade, pause where you are and breathe in and breathe out. On a breath in, come all the way up to stand, reach the arms out and up. And exhale to bring the hands together in front of the heart. Again, take a pause, tune in, get grounded. And then shift a little more weight into the left foot. Bend the right knee. And for Rikshasana, turn the right knee out to the side. And slide the sole of the foot against the inseam of the left leg. So just go wherever you can maintain a sense of balance and steadiness. You don't have to push too hard or too far. Bring the hands together in front of the heart. Press the palms together. Let that help you find your midline. And then hug everything in towards the midline. As you strengthen up the left leg, press down through the foot. And from there, reach up through the crown of your head. And then with the next breath in, point the right knee forward. And as you exhale, slowly stepping back, bending the left knee and planting the right foot down for warrior one. The left knee is stacked over the ankle, reaching out through the right heel. Try not to forget about that back leg. And then as you inhale, reach the arms up. Take one more breath in. And then when you exhale, spin to the long edge of the mat. Adjust your feet as needed and then lunge into the left knee and extend back through the right heel. So the back leg and the back arm, remember that they're back there. Make them active. And then when you inhale, straighten the left leg. And as you exhale, reach all the way out over the left foot, hand to shin, ankle block, or the floor, and stretch the right arm to the sky.
On your next breath out, turn the gaze down. Right hand comes to the waist. And then strong legs and core as you inhale, come all the way back up to center. Turn the left toes so that the feet are parallel to each other. Slide the left hand onto the waist, squeeze the elbows together, lift the heart. And exhale to fold forward. Again, any arm variation that you like. You might take the same version that you took before or try something new this time. And then on an inhale, starting to walk the hands back beneath the shoulders. And as you exhale, turn the left toes towards the front of your mat. And at the same time, go ahead and start to walk the hands around and spin the right heel up. So you'll come back into that lunge and you're facing the front of the mat. You can grab your blocks if you'd like to have your blocks under your hands. You want to keep a lot of distance between the front foot and the back foot. Keep the right heel lifted and then start to lift the hips and straighten the left leg. Okay, pull straight back through the left leg and then reach the heart forward. So you might stay here with the torso more parallel to the floor. If it's available, you might start to hinge at that hip crease and bend the elbows as you fold. Just be mindful of the stretch on the back of the left leg. So when you start to lose that stretch, pause where you are and make some adjustments so that you can feel that stretch on the back of the left leg again. Take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, re-bend the left knee, come back into the lunge. <clears throat> this time we're gonna move the blocks off to the side. Plant the hands down on the mat and step back and come to downward facing dog. And then from downward facing dog, shift forward into a plank pose, the top of a push-up. And we'll just spend a few breaths here, just really focusing on engaging the whole body. So in plank pose, it should feel like every muscle in your body is working to support you. Take one more breath in. And then lower the knees for child's pose. Knees can be together or apart. Point the feet back, bring the big toes together and rest back. And just take a moment here to check in again. 
Notice how your body responds to the challenge of the yoga asana practice. Noticing how your mind responds to the challenge. So often just by paying attention in yoga, paying attention to how our body and our mind responds, we can learn a lot about how we respond to the world. So what happens when we get in a challenging situation out in the world? Do you know where you feel that in your body, where you feel those sensations? Do you know how to recognize when you are um, getting into that sort of crisis reaction of speeding up and doing and searching outside of yourself for everything? The other thing about presence or this mindful attention is that when we take the time to slow down and become more present, we start to notice that there is a presence in our life that really wants to guide us through difficult situations. Sometimes we call that presence our intuition. But a lot of times we override that presence, we override that intuition. We don't wanna listen because our ego thinks that it knows what's best. So we're going to go through one more really short standing sequence. And as we do, and just remember to slow down. Okay, so go as slow as you can making the transitions. Tune in. Notice how your body's responding, where you feel those sensations. Check in with your breath. Can you maintain a long, slow breath? Or has your breath sped up? And just allow yourself to be really grounded through the next short sequence. So with the arms ahead, inhale up to hands and knees. And then tuck the toes and exhale to lift the hips back and up and come into downward facing dog. And then breathe in and stretch the right leg back and up. And we'll come back into that lunge again, exhaling to pull the right knee in towards the chest and step between the hands. You can go ahead and take your blocks underneath of your hands to lengthen your arms. 
And then we'll just pause here in this lunge for a moment and really think about strengthening up that back leg. Make the back leg active. And then hug the inner thighs towards each other. So we did this with the block and bridge pose. See if you can find your midline like we did in tree pose. Hug everything in towards the midline and see that that makes your spine just a little bit longer. So maintain that sense of hugging in, move slow, and then start to lift your torso and come into a high lunge. Nice, and then bring the hands together. Now we're gonna tip the torso forward, slowly shift the weight into the front foot and lift the back leg. We made this exact same shape on the floor, on our backs. And now your left leg is like the leg extended along the floor. Can you make that left leg as active as possible? Squeeze the thighs together and then crush the bones with the muscles. Take one more breath in and then slowly step the left foot back. Take the hands to the mat, and then step the right foot back. Come into downward facing dog. Just take a pause here to kind of reset. You can lower to the knees if that's better. So on the first side, you've got the opportunity to observe how your body and your mind respond to challenge. On the second side, you get to observe how your body and your mind respond when you know that there's a challenge on the horizon. So what are you telling yourself in this moment? And as you inhale, raise the left leg up behind. Look to the hands, step the left foot between the hands. Use the blocks. And then just take time to build a foundation, to tune in and to really get grounded before you transition. Back leg is strong and active, hugging the inner thighs in, finding your midline, lengthening your spine, and then slowly coming all the way up to stand. Bring the hands in front of the heart, and then start to tip forward, shift more weight into the front leg, lift the back leg. And just like when you're on your back, the left, or sorry, the lifted leg, the right leg, is doing most of the work. So can you shift your attention away from the struggle of balancing, and instead bring mindful attention to that back leg? Take one more breath in, and then slowly let the right foot come back to the mat. Take the hands down to the floor, and then step back to downward facing dog. Nice job. And then to come to seated, let's bring the knees down to the mat. Swing the feet off to the side. And then come all the way down onto your bottom. 
And make sure you're near the center of your mat and you're gonna have some space behind you. And then let's just ease down to the ground. Once you get all the way down to your back, start by hugging both knees in towards the chest. And then just rock a little bit from side to side or take the knees around in circles. And let the left foot come back to the floor. Cross the right ankle over the left knee for a hip stretch. And then pull the left knee back up towards the chest. And hold on behind the thigh or in front of the shin. And then just uh, take a moment to explore here. I like to rock from side to side. Sometimes it can even feel good to kind of move your uh, left knee or your pelvis around in circles, kind of like you're stirring a pot with your left knee. So the, the hips, the glutes, they've been working really, really hard in this practice. So just take a moment to give this right hip a little bit of attention, a little bit of love. And then let the left foot come all the way back down to the mat. And slide the right leg over the left so the thighs are touching, legs are crossed. Shift the hips over to the right side just a little. And then keep the chest facing towards the ceiling. And from your belly button down, rotate to the left. So we're gonna use the shoulders as the anchor for the twist this morning. Try to keep the right shoulder down which means for most of us, the knees are gonna hover. So we're used to rolling all the way to the side and using the knees as the anchor. We're doing this a little bit differently this morning. So you get the same degree of rotation either way. But if we keep the shoulders down as the anchor, then we get more rotation in the low back. If we roll all the way over and keep the knees down as the anchor, we get more rotation in the upper back. And then as you inhale, start to pull the knees back up to center. Uncross the legs, scoop the hips back into the middle of the mat. And then keep the right foot down, bring the left ankle to the right knee. And then pull the right knee to the chest for that hip stretch. Again, rocking from side to side or kind of stirring a pot with your right knee can help change the focus of the stretch. If you find a place that feels like it just needs a lot of extra attention this morning, you might stay there.
And then with an exhale, release the right foot back down to the mat. Left thigh crosses all the way over the right. And then shift the hips over to the left an inch or two. The shoulders are gonna be the anchor this morning. So keep the chest facing towards the ceiling and just let the knees and the pelvis rotate over to the right. And then as you inhale, start to point the knees back up towards the ceiling. <clears throat> Uncross the legs. Shift the hips back towards the center of the mat. We're all just going to keep the hips down on the floor. Pull the knees towards the chest and then extend the heels up. So like the waterfall pose, only we're all keeping the hips down on the mat today. And you can hold on behind your thighs a little if you need that support. And if it feels like a lot of effort or a lot of struggle to keep the heels reaching up towards the ceiling, then just bend the knees towards the chest. And then if the heels are still reaching up, pull the knees down. Roll all the way over to one side or the other. And then press up to seated. And if you have a blanket and you'd like to raise your hips on the edge of a blanket, go ahead and grab that. And then as you come to seated, either on a blanket or not, we're gonna bring the soles of the feet together and take the knees out wide. Then hold on to the ankles, thumbs in the arches, or hold on to the fronts of the toes. And then inhale as you press the heels together and extend the heart up. And as you exhale, reach the heart out. So the spine stays long as you fold forward.
And then on a breath in, come all the way up to seated. And as you lift the torso up, find a comfortable way to sit. So you could just cross the legs, stacking the heels underneath of the knees, or draw the heels in, or come around to kneeling if you feel better on your knees. So just find a comfortable way to sit. Make your spine as long as you can. You can rest your hands on the fronts of your thighs and let your elbows drop beneath your shoulders. So you can really relax the shoulders and the sides of the neck. And you can close the eyes or just let the eyelids soften so the gaze drops down and out in front of you. Keep the eyes still and unfocused if they're open. And then with the breath in, silently say to yourself, be here. And as you exhale the word now, inhaling, be here. Exhaling now. So can you be more present? in this moment in a non-judgmental way. you'd like to stay here and finish your practice in the seated position, you can stay here. 
If you're near a wall and you'd like to slide to a wall to either support your back or lie down and support your legs and legs up the wall, you can take that variation. Or if you'd like to recline all the way down on your back in a more traditional Shavasana, you can take that variation. So just decide how you would like to end your practice. Take a moment to get there. And once you've readjusted the position of your body, settle back into the mantra, inhaling, be here. Exhaling now.
Begin to deepen your breath. Slowly move the fingers and the toes. Make circles with the wrists and the ankles. And just take a moment to slowly awaken your body. And then choose a side and roll to one side or the other and pause there just for a moment. And then when you're ready, come all the way back up to seated. Find a comfortable seat, either resting your hands in front of your heart or in your lap and bowing the wisdom of the head towards the wisdom of the heart. And then before you transition back into the rest of your day and the remainder of this week, let's expand our intention. So heading back out into the day, let's ask ourselves, how can I be more present with a sense that every thought, every feeling, every interaction and every situation is an opportunity to witness the divine presence that threads itself throughout my life. How can I be more present to the divine presence that threads itself through my life? That divine presence in me sees and honors that same divine presence in each one of you. Namaste. Okay, thank you all so much for joining me here in person, live at home, or if you're doing the recording later.